From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers and the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. Margarita Meyendorf is the daughter of a Russian baron, born displaced in a refugee camp in Germany. She's the author of the memoir, DP, Displaced Person. Here she is, recorded at her home, reading Absent. Why did I start my day crying? Outside, sleet needled the window pane as I settled into my large armchair by the fireplace to write hoping that by doing so, I would summon up a remedy and overcome a nagging feeling of hopelessness and depression. What was so wrong for so long? Sadness made tears unbidden brim in my eyes. I recalled the years when after my divorce, my two children and I struggled to survive on our own. The responsibility of caring for them overwhelmed me, and I coped, but I also ran. I ran to menial jobs. I ran to graduate school. I ran to buy fast food at the market. I ran to dance classes. I ran to lovers. I ran from darkness and anxiety. Most desperately and destructively, I ran away from myself, and I ran away from my children The running took its toll. I thought I had lost my son, Jarrett, when at age eight he went to live with his father. Two years later, he returned from France, depressed when his father's second marriage fell apart. Jessie, my daughter, suffered abandonment issues when her father showed his blatant preference for his son over his daughter. Jesse had remained with me, but our relationship was shaky at best. She was depressed, and I couldn't help her. I was too busy surviving. I wrote down the truth, the cause of my lack of hope as a chapter in my then memoir in progress, DP, Displaced Person. Even while loving them, I had abandoned my children. The truth frightened me. Fear brought anxiety, which almost paralyzed me. Somehow, I found the strength to continue. I had to get it all down, and as I continued, I felt the stirrings of an optimism. Was I finding a way to heal the damage? By mid-morning, I finished writing the chapter and reread it. I became overwhelmed with grief, and at the same time, a tremendous feeling of love for my children enveloped me. The craziness of these mixed emotions propelled me to stand up from my comfortable chair, put on my coat and hat, and climb into the car. Sobbing, I drove the eight miles to where Jessie lived. She climbed into my car and we drove to a secluded place near her home where we could talk. 
I turned my tear-stained face to Jessie and asked for her forgiveness. It didn't matter that years had gone by and Jessie was fine and standing on her feet. I hoped for her forgiveness. I needed her to know that I felt to blame for her struggles in adolescence, that I had abandoned her when she needed me most. We spoke about that time, what it was like for both of us. She forgave me. We cried. We hugged. We became closer. Then I drove to the shop where my son Jarrett worked. In a corner of a small room where the tie-dye clothing he designed hung to dry, I asked him to forgive me for not being more present in his life. Should I have forbade him to go live with his father? After witnessing two divorces, Jarrett had become disillusioned with love. He felt he lost his family and grew more silent. For a while, he had turned to drugs. Now, Jared and I spoke of love, and I admitted my deepest regrets. He forgave, and we too became closer. That freezing morning, I had no idea that writing the chapter absent would hurl me into an anguish of truth-telling and inspire a faint hope which was fulfilled in forgiveness. This time, I did not run away, but believed that by persevering and facing the demons, I might heal these fraught relationships with my children and reverse the pain. That morning, I wrote myself a better chapter in my life. Margarita Meyendorf has performed as an actress, dancer, musician, and storyteller at venues throughout the United States and Europe. She recently published Flipping the Bird, an anthology of short stories based on her own adventures. She lives in the Hudson Valley. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.